The St. Louis Blues, they look pretty, pretty good after they defeated the Seattle Kraken in a shootout. The Blues now have three points, but I am more excited about one player in particular that is blowing my mind. This is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked On Blues. I am your host of Locked On Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, St. Louis. Before we get into today's episode, can we just take a moment to appreciate the fact that the St. Louis Blues haven't gave up any points at all this season thus far? They obviously, you know, lost to Dallas in a shootout, but they got a point. And then with the crack and they defeated them in the shootout, so they got two points. So the St. Louis Blues team doesn't know what it's like not to have any points yet. Anyways, in today's episode, the Blues beat Seattle. I'm going to talk more in depth about that game. There is a problem between these games. There are these gaps that are very annoying to me, at least. And I'm going to dive into that. And then Binner is back. What do you mean he's back? He's always been back. No, he's back to his 2019 form. So I will be talking about that on today's episode. Before I dive deeper into today's episode, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. And use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. The St. Louis Blues defeated the Seattle Kraken. What's Kraken, Kraken? Well, you took the L. The Blues put the L in Kraken. I don't know if that even makes sense. But hello, hello. I have to say... This game against Seattle was a game that truly was a testament to the Blues' comeback mentality in a sense. Um, I'm not going to say that this game wasn't exactly how I wanted it to go. I did say that I wanted the Blues to dominate the Kraken. And I'm not really a huge fan of all these games going into shootouts. I'm not a fan of that. But I will take the win. The thing about the St. Louis Blues team is they're still trying to find their groove. They're still trying to find their rhythm. Get it? Because, okay. I know. I'm making little, like, dad jokes in this. But the Blues are still trying to find that. So it's one of those things where I can appreciate early on in the season a lot of fight, a lot of grit. But at the same time, um, it's not that it's not frustrating. Of course it's frustrating when your team – you know, just they're playing well, but yet it results in another shootout. And that's why I'm hoping for Thursday's game against the Coyotes, the Blues are able to get this game done without going to a shootout because that is the last thing I want for the St. Louis Blues is to endure another shootout. But again, I'm not upset about this game and I'm not saying that this was a bad game for the Blues. I'm just saying that it would be nice for it not to be a shootout. So the first period, I'm going to do a little bit of a recap. I know you know this, but I like to dive deeper into things that I liked and didn't like. And that way you can follow along without it being too confusing. So the first period, there was no goal scored. But one thing that I did like about the first period 
was the fact that the Blues were not letting down any of their energy. What do I mean by that? Well, sometimes when the game goes back and forth early on, a team can tend to get a little bit slower on the ice, and it's not their fault. I literally just think it's because of the pace of the game. But the Blues kept up good pacing and good momentum, and I was proud of them on that. And Binner also was doing really well in net. Second period, former Blue, Jaden Schwartz, scored a goal on the power play for Seattle and gave Seattle a one nothing lead. And let me just say this. I talked about Jaden um, leading up to the game. And I have nothing, you know, against him. I, you know, he was fine. Okay, fine. But it's still one of those things that's a little bit frustrating whenever you have somebody that used to be on your team in a sense. And he talked about, you know, playing the blues and he said that he was looking forward to it. And I just find it a little bit ironic that the one goal that the Kraken got was from our friend Jaden, but Jaden, you know, he's been around the league for quite a while and uh, can't hate on that. So it was a good goal. It was on a power play. Now I'm not concerned about the blues penalty kill. It was one of those things that had happened immediately as soon as the second period began and Seattle just came on to that power play and just absolutely dominated. So I'm not concerned about the Blues penalty kill. Honestly, I've liked what I've seen out of their penalty kills. I think that they've done a really good job. But that's not, you know, that's a goal that you couldn't really stop from happening with how the play was set up. So I'm not saying it's fine, but it happens. And luckily, the Blues did bounce back as Jordan Kyer got a goal. It's sistered by our boy, Robert Thomas. I told you it is Robert Thomas season. And it's really funny because I said RT will be on pace to get about 80 assists a season. Obviously, I'm joking. That's not going to happen. But Robert Thomas, I'm telling you, assist machine. If there was one player that you can always count on for an assist, it is Robert Thomas. Third period, no goals were scored. But again, this was a period where the puck was going back and forth quite a bit. Benner held his own in net, and he looked pretty, pretty good. I'll dive more into that when I talk about after the shootout, so that way I can give Benner his full time. So OT, obviously, in that five minutes of overtime, nothing happened, and then the shootout began. Oh, the shootout. So Schenner's uh, goal was saved. It happens. And then Seattle went and theirs was saved. Jordan Cairo, his was saved. Seattle's then was saved. But our man <laughs> with a backhander. That's right. Robert Thomas. He was able to get that in. And then our hero, Jordan Bingington, was able to stop Seattle. And the Blues won the shootout. <laughs> the St. Louis Blues were on top. And let me tell you, Binner played a heck of a game. Woo! Attendance, though, by the way, it was um, just so I can give you a little bit of a scene setter. Game was sold out. <laughs> like, you showed up. You made the noise. You had Binner's back the entire time. And uh, I was so impressed. But, ooh, that's safe. I was watching, and I was actually at a bar watching the game and I don't have cable, but 
I usually stream, but any that you don't need to know that I was at a bar watching the game. And as soon as Bitter made that save, like I knew he was locked in and focused and he was just resilient. I freaked out. Unbelievable. So Binner stopped. Okay. Are you ready for this? 30 out of 31 shots on net. Unbelievable. 30 saves for Jordan Bingington. Unbelievable. That is why he got the first star of the game because he was on fire. On fire. Listen, I'm allowed to be excited here on Lockdown Blues. This isn't me being, oh, I'm going to be a reporter right now. This is me freaking out because our goalie is back. And I'm going to talk about that. My cat, my co-host showed up. But Binner looked bleeping amazing. I'm not going to curse, but I can say bleeping. And he looks bleeping amazing. Oh, did he look good? Oh, man. But that's what I'm saying. This is why I told you that the St. Louis Blues team was a lot better than most people thought they were because everyone said, oh, well, you know, last season, the Blues didn't look at it. I don't care about last season. I am focused on this season. And right now, St. Louis, <laughs> the Blues look like a pretty good team. And I am so proud of them. Um with how they've been playing. And again, Robert Thomas, RT season, baby. Listen, he got his first point of the season with his assists, but he's going to get more. It sucks that shootout um, goals don't count, but he is such a clutch player and he proves it time and time and time again. And when the Blues were a little bit down, right, because they had to go to a shootout, he was the one that got that backy and got in the back of the net. I'm talking too much hockey, lingo, lingo, whatever you want to call it. But that game was, as they would say, a beaut. And the Blues, one thing that I need to critique is that I would like them to do a little bit better with their face-offs. Um, I don't have the exact statistic, but Seattle, they did really dominate the faceoffs in that game. And that is one of the notes that I did have written down for today's episode was the Blues need to work on their faceoffs. And that's something, again, that they're going to get up as the season goes on. I know Kevin Hayes is pretty well at doing, you know, faceoffs and all that. But again, it's just something that, hey, let's go work on this and I'll be happy. So that is how I thought about the game. Obviously, there is a lot of excitement, but how can you not be excited when your team impresses? So impressed with the Blues. Okay. So one thing that I'm going to talk about in the next segment is going to be something that really annoys me that the NHL did. And I asked your opinions, and I'm going to dive into that. Robert Thomas scores a hat trick, and the Blues win a Stanley Cup. I mean, that could happen. And if you want to win a hundred times your money, play daily fantasy hockey on the sleeper app. These are all possible scenarios for the season, but you have a chance at winning big. You don't need to play. You need to play. You don't even need to. You have to play. Have to play daily fantasy hockey on sleeper as the official daily fantasy hockey app. Of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is the top choice and I love it a lot. So use promo code 
Lockdown NHL, and you will get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's Lockdown NHL. See sleepers, term and use for details, and you must do it. Do it now. I actually do it, and I love it. Listen, we can all be a little bit too bananas with what we want this team to do, but I am feeling so good about the blues. So do it. Okay. I have a problem with the NHL. <laughs> What's up, NHL? It's me again. Hi. Um. So, yeah. What's up with the scheduling? I understand that there's these gaps because it's expected that the Cardinals will make the playoffs maybe, but they didn't. And, again, it's one of those things where I just want hockey. Baseball's cool and all. But I just want hockey. And I know the Blues usually do have gaps. But, I mean, for some reason, this feels just abnormally, abnormally long. And Daniel agrees. He says, it's annoying that this is at the beginning of the season. So what gap am I talking about? The St. Louis Blues played on Saturday, defeated the Kraken. They don't play again until Thursday at home, by the way. Um, against the Coyotes, and they have this five-day gap between games. I understand that the NHL usually has a lot of gaps in the beginning for certain teams, but, I mean, at this point, it is just ridiculous. I don't think there are any Blues fans saying to themselves, oh, well, this is awesome. No, it's so frustrating. I understand the NHL has their favorites, and I've accepted that a long time ago. I really have. And I think as the more my team gets pushed aside, it bothers me. And I think having a five-day gap just solidifies my feelings that the NHL would rather see teams like the Maple Leafs play all the time, the Blackhawks play all the time, rather than have a team like the St. Louis Blues that are a pretty good team um, being shoved aside. And yes, I understand about the Cardinals and how they usually are in the playoffs, kind of. But at the end of the day, and I hate to be this person, overlap it, okay? It, it's just so infuriating when your team now has this long break and I want them to be on the ice. I want them to be playing. I don't want them to lose this momentum. I mean, think about the game from Saturday. Think about all the momentum this team has, how they all rallied behind Binner and were extremely excited. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, you're not going to be playing for quite some time. That's a buzzkill, honestly, for this team. And it might sound like I'm a little upset over nothing. And I don't think I'm upset over nothing. I think I'm upset about the fact that the NHL clearly is showing favoritism yet again towards specific teams and teams like the Blues, who have a great fan base, right? Sold out, actually, on their home opener. Um, get, and I, maybe it's not intentional, but either way, it just comes across as the wrong message. And I just want to know, whoever does the scheduling, who thought this was a good idea? And then, worst of all, the game that the Blues then come back to play on Thursday – it's against one of my least favorite teams in the NHL because I don't even think they should be in the NHL. 
with within the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> I don't like the Coyotes. I've made that very known. I like my friends at Locked On Coyotes. I just personally don't think that the Coyotes should be a team. Maybe if you move to a different city or place, sure, move it to Atlanta. Fine. I don't want to have that debate. This is not what this is about. But it just seems to me like too long of a gap. If it was a three-day, okay, better. But five days just seems ridiculous. And it was really funny because when I put out, I'm like, okay, like we'll do this on Thursday after the win. Everyone was like, wait, what do you mean Thursday? And I'm like, the Blues play on Thursday. And it's just one of those things where um, it would be nice. I actually, wow, a lot of you um, on Twitter, I didn't realize how many people saw that tweet. Everyone says that they agree and, you know, about how it's annoying at the beginning of the season. And, yeah, some teams already have played um, a lot of games, which I understand. But, yeah, and then Garrett Jones um, made a good point. said it's more frustrating because I'm sure at some point the Blues will have to play four games in seven days. And then Steven makes a good point and says, looks like the Blues have 22 back-to-back games. It's ridiculous. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. It's not even just me that's noticing it. This scheduling literally is set up to make the Blues fail. And I'm going to say it. I'm your host of Locked on Blues, but I'm also a fan of the Blues. And as a fan of a team, this is an awful schedule. And it's nothing that the Blues can do. It's the NHL. So NHL, what's good? I can't keep a serious face because I'm too excited about what I'm going to talk about next. So that just ended up being a fail. I just was staring at my camera. Um, So cool. (laughs) All right. Before I talk to you about Mr. Binner, Binner season, I'm going to talk to you about my friends at eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need and all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Just like the blues. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guarantee fit only, available to U.S. customers. Banner is back! <laughs> yes! I knew it. I said it all off season. People doubted me. My everydayers, I love you, but some of you doubted me. I was doubted. Everyone said, well, not everyone, but a lot of people said, Haley, I think you were trusting too much in him. He's not going to have a good season. He's not as good as he used to be. 
what are you doing? And I said, no, I don't think so. I truly think that Jordan Binghamton is one of the top 15 goalies in the league. I think he is a pretty good goalie. He got you the Stanley Cup, and he was only a rookie. He was so young. And I never stopped believing in Binner, okay? I never did, and I never will. And he is playing like his 2000 and bleeping 19 self. And people doubted me this offseason. I said, this man is going to come back because I know how these athletes work. And when you have a really bad couple seasons, usually you have a little fire that sparks it. And this man has been working so hard this offseason with all the reports. So I knew, I knew that Binner was going to come back with vengeance. And oh, St. Louis, does it feel good to have our goalie back? Our goalie was hungry. He was ready to win. And he got the job done. And it is electric. I have never been this excited about the start of a season. But I knew he was back. I love it. Everyone is loving it. Everyone's saying he's back. He's back. And yes, he is back. So back, as my uh, little description says. And speaking of being back, because I don't know how many times I can say this on the Lockdown Blues podcast. The Blues are second in the Central Division. With <laughs> I'm going to sound so ridiculous with three points. <laughs> but no, I am going to cherish every single moment that this team is playing well. Yes, I talked about this last week with their loss in Dallas, but obviously that went to a shootout and they got a point. I am proud of how hard this team has been fighting for Every single goal, every single opportunity, and every single point or points that they have achieved thus far. Okay? Take it with a grain of salt. It is still early. A lot to prove. Some teams haven't even had their home openers yet. So it's extremely early in the season. But I'm allowed at the same time to be proud of how this team is responding to the start of the season. I think, and I said this before, naming your captain, having your team kind of feel like a team again rather than just a bunch of guys not really knowing the direction was going to change the momentum a lot. And you see the fans responding, and fans do play a really big part in games. And yes, fans can't control how players play, but I think having the support of your fans does go a long way. And, you know, you just see the speed again on the ice. The defense has been looking pretty good. Tori Krug has been looking pretty good, okay? I'll admit it. I'm not going to say he's been looking super good, but pretty good. It's a good compliment on my hand. But I will break down more tomorrow on Locked on Blues about things that have surprised me because there's been some things that have surprised me that I didn't touch on today because, again, a lot of gaps between games. And I'm going to also talk about some players that have impressed me. So I'm not saying surprise in a good way. Surprise could be a bad way. But overall, as you can tell, I've been pretty happy about the Blues and hopefully some more stumps out of practices and I can talk about that. It just sucks. I really wish there were games going on between these five days. But hey, we're not the Blackhawks. All right, St. Louis. 
This has been a fun, fun episode. And I will talk to you tomorrow on Lockdown Blues. And hey, if you're on YouTube, make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you're on Twitter, make sure to follow. If you're listening on any podcasting network, make sure to follow because I might be doing a giveaway soon. And if you stay towards the end and you're hearing this now, comment down below. Let's go Blues. All right. I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Let's go Blues.